you know, back to that slander thing. This would be slander part two, I guess, talking about uh, the girl who um, was supposedly uh, working Craigslist, I guess. She was working uh, something called TNT. Uh, anyway, she was an escort, supposedly, 300 bucks an hour. Um, this was in Everett. Um, I got the vibe that, okay, she wanted me to go with her to wherever, um, to wherever she went to do her thing. So I pretty much ended up being this guy that hung out with her all the time while she fed me dope. Um, that began like all at once when I first got into Washington. Um, and it almost made me think at the time that this person was working with or for the sheriffs or the or somewhere in government pretending to be escorting when she really was not escorting. Um, because the people that I saw, I could see through in a way that made me go question what was going on. Um, those people don't look like the type to do what's going on. Um, the feeling I got from those people, it didn't make sense. This is not, this is not what's really happening. And, and that's the reason I hung in there so long trying to figure out what was going on. I pretended that I didn't know that this wasn't really happening. And this, this person was actually faking by going into these places and pretending that they were tricking I guess, where, whatever you want to call it, whatever terminology you want to use. Uh, but I, I got the feeling that, and this held me for a long time. I stayed with it because I wanted to know what was going on. But I sensed the foul play from the get-go. I knew it. I knew there was something wrong, and I couldn't place it. And that's the thing I wanted to do was place it. So I continued to hang in here for like a year, I think. And looking back, I'm almost thinking that because um, I had hung out with prostitutes in Memphis and I called 911 on the cops there for harassing me and telling me to get off their street, that they were trying to put up this pretend thing that I was a pimp, that maybe they were trying to uh, get. Actually, they told me that somebody was watching me and they wanted to charge me with pimping or it was called white slavery or or something like that, but I couldn't, uh, I wasn't doing anything. And they would come to me because I lived in the ghetto when they were, when somebody was uh, in a fight or whatever, somebody was getting beat up, they would just come to me. And, you know, I'm like the only, the only person they had to come to, I guess, that, that they would listen to them. And so they came to me and one time I went and I got stabbed. I got stabbed for going with one. I think I already told the story. If I haven't, then one day maybe I will again. But I'm pretty sure I already told it in prior podcasts. So I got stabbed, and I just pulled my shirt off and put it on my chest to, to stop the bleeding from the wound. And the guy turned and walked off because I just, like, stared at the guy like, if you stab me again, I'm going to hurt you. And that's what I had. That's what I felt like. I felt like I wanted to not hurt him yet. I was giving him another chance. And he actually walked off. Um, it's funny cause I'm a blonde haired, blue eyed white boy in a all black neighborhood <laughs> and they're coming to me and I'm like, you're going to get me killed. What are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, on the, on the, uh, slander thing, this, this is the same person, the, uh, 
the one who was pretending to be an escort. And I'm going to just go with that now. This person was not an escort. This was a big game and possibly a setup from linked to Memphis to get me to be arrested and charged as some kind of a pimp because they were angry that I called 911 on a police officer. Now, that's partial. That's that's just a little of what I'm thinking had something to do with this, where it started off at. Um, and the person, she, she let me know all the time. It's like at certain times, not all the time, at certain times she would start talking about her cat named Slander who had disappeared and cats have to be run into their back to their home area or they get lost in another area. And, and the whole time this person's telling me this, it's like she's reading a script. It's like she's not looking directly at me. She's looking aside from me. And she's like reading a script, even though there's no script there. Um, it's like she's reading a script. And I can see straight through it that your your message to me is that you're trying to get rid of me and push me out of your area for whatever reason. Um, the person was from California. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's just a little bit more on the slander thing. Uh, uh, I don't know. Nobody's ever come to me and said that anybody slandered my name. I've pretty much slandered my own name uh, from uh, as far back as I can remember, I guess. So, that, I mean, you can't really slander me. What do you got? He's a bad guy. Pfft, you know how many times I've heard that? He's a bad guy. Give me a break. You know what? A lot of the times the kids I was hanging out with that were the bad guy and I was the little follower boy, their parents acted like I was the bad influence. And that was hilarious to me on one hand. And on the other hand, it was sad because I felt like you guys are all blind. I mean, nobody's taking my side here. I'm always the bad guy, you know? And anyway, no biggie. Okay. I moved on since then, obviously. Uh, but I just wanted to touch bases a little more on that person that was telling me this cat story about slander. Um, I'm not buying that they were a prostitute or anything. I think they were, like I said, the first night that I started this, I went in, I told you about the guys all dressed in Santa suits. Um, I knocked on the door because she told me that she was going into that house and, and uh, if she wasn't back by such such time to go there. So it was like a test or a trick. You know, I could see through it. All these there was like seven or eight of these uh, Santa Claus guys. They're all dressed up like Santa Claus. All right. They're like giggling, laughing, you know, having a good old merry old time. And she's in the other room pretending like she's getting dressed. I'm not buying it. None of it. I didn't buy it because it wasn't real. I didn't have that issue in Memphis, Tennessee. It was real when it, when stuff happened there. It was real. Here, it's like a big show. Uh, well, it was uh, in Everett. It was like a big show or something. I don't know. Like they were just all in on playing this game with some, whoever they could get a hold of that they didn't like. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But it was so, so, uh, I don't know how to say it. It was just fake. And I could see straight through it. So I'm taking, and then when, when I'm still hanging out with this chick, it's like, you haven't gotten upset. Or, you know, I haven't had sex or anything with this person. Not once. Never did. Never have. Not one time. Ever. Never did. And I thought for a minute, they were kind of, she was kind of upset with me about it. But at the same time, she wasn't because she just didn't know what she was dealing with because 
she was part of a game that was being played against me, and she um, she didn't want to feed too much into it because she felt bad about what she was doing. And I got these different little vibes about all of it. At certain times, I can remember certain times and certain feelings and certain what was going on here and what was going on there. Um, it was kind of crazy, but uh, um, I felt like it was a some kind of a trap. But I wanted to go with it and see where it was going to land me because I wasn't going to really commit any crime. Um, I mean, you know, the worst crime I was committing was using drugs, and that to me is not a crime. That's minding your own business. Anyway, you can get over it if you don't like it. Uh, whoever's out there that, wow, those drugs are deadly. Well, yeah, you know what? They sure are. But you know what? Look at all these people dying, being tested with drugs and dying. Come on, man. Y'all pretend like it's not okay for you to do it on the street, but it's okay to do it uh, with with the pharmaceutical companies who have billions of dollars. No, 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 no. I, I see the same picture here, but worse. I see the pharmaceutical companies as even worse than a drug dealer, than a quote-unquote drug dealer. I think, uh, anyway, that uh, the pharmaceutical companies have a big part of the justice system. I think they're like almost one. They're almost like one in the same. <laughs> I really do. I believe that. I mean, why would it be so serious that you use a drug? Your own body now. Why is that so serious? If you're not hurting anyone or committing crime, why would that be so serious to you? You see what I'm saying? That's why, because the, these companies want it to be the monster so that they continue to get their millions and billions and trillions of dollars. But as far as uh, slander goes, yeah, slander this, I could care less. You could say I'm a bad guy all day long. Doesn't bother me. Okay. If, if I can't get somewhere in life that I need to be because some person won't help me, then I don't need it. That's the way I see it. You know, I'm not going to go out looking to kiss anybody's butt. Um, I'm trying to get something done with my life. I just bought a, a GED book. I uh, didn't want to do that because I thought perhaps I could just find something free on the Internet. But I'm definitely not trying to purchase anything on the Internet because I don't trust them. <laughs> so anyway, I went to... Uh, uh, Barnes and Noble and bought my book and I got to get ready to study that sucker now because I got to hurry up and get this GED out of the way so I can move on. I got to have some credentials. I got to get up there and and uh, maybe meet the right people and so forth and then find out later on what happened with uh, this big joke that happened to me. Um, this big bunch of really nothing. Nothing now, but was something then. It was enough that I want to know and I will find out. I will find out. And, uh, if I don't or if I do, you'll still pay for it, whoever you are. You'll get yours. I guarantee you that. Because what comes around goes around. Y'all have a great day. Slander. Hey, slander on. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? If you saw my record of petty theft, you, you would go, oh, this guy's not worried about being slandered. Heck, I walked around in the neighborhood where, I, where they knew I was stealing. And they arrested me for just, and you know, I can see that with the police arresting me about the story where they arrested me for no reason. I could kind of see that because I had been a little bad kid and here I am 18, you know, I could be still the bad kid and I kind of was, but didn't know it. But, but anyway, I, you know, things happen for a reason. And like my mom did say one time, uh, you know, sometimes you don't get caught, but then other times you pay for the times you didn't get caught. <laughs>
And I guess that's true to, to an extent. Y'all have a great day. Uh, look for my next podcast. I'm getting on it now. Thanks. Bye.